Friends, Romans, especially Megan the Stallion, lend me your ears. This is Head Heart Gut, the friendly debate show where there's no right answer, just the best answer. Every month we take an iconic set of three items from pop culture or the world we live in and we pit them against each other. First, each of our contestants will present their choice, answering the questions on our definitive survey of greatness. At the end of each episode, the other contestants will score them based on their head, heart, and gut, and we will ultimately decide a winner of these three survey rounds. In week four, we turn up the heat where a special guest judge will lay down a ruling in a formal, structured debate. This week in the human organs debate, I, Dr. Moya McTeer, will be arguing on behalf of tongues. And I am joined by my fellow contestants, Mike Schubert, arguing on behalf of lungs, and Brandon Grugel, arguing on behalf of kidneys. So let's get it going. liked the the structure of your intro makes me think that you were addressing friends and then also romans and then within those romans especially megan the stallion notable mm-hmm. roman uh, <laughs> notable <laughs> roman uh yeah i just i really like this movement that's coming out lately of like people sticking out their tongues when they're happy or when they're expressing anything i i love it more tongues please <laughs> mm. i hope that's your headline more tongues please <laughs> It's not, but it's the headline of my life, not the headline of this episode. Uh, so I assume we all picked either head, heart, gut, right? Because that's that's what we're doing here. No, Brandon, because oh, we shit. already did a whole episode about that. So it was intentional that we decided to choose non-head, heart, slash, gut options because we don't want our <laughs> listeners to be bored. If you can't see the big flashing disclaimer on your podcatcher right now, you need to look. <laughs> Yeah, the full title of this episode is Head, Heart, Gut, Human Organs, in parentheses, except not the human organs, head, heart, and gut. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> we did We did have to cut it for max character count, though. It was like a, like a Twitter bio. They were like, uh-uh-uh, you have to stop. <laughs> Lips in charges per character of your title, which is weird. Can you imagine? <laughs> oh, my God. Then it could be like, when remember when you had to text and you would have to pay 10 cents per text and you'd have to be like, mm. all right, what grammar... Like, that was always the worst. It's like, am I really going to delete this comma? Like, am I going to pay another 10 cents to be grammatically correct? (laughs) Yeah, people forget that the shorthand we use, the the letter U for you and for the number for the word, like that that comes from somewhere. Right. I forgot that until just now. (laughs) It it comes from seventh graders not wanting to spend more money on their prepaid singular wireless cards. (laughs) (laughs) We should do a, this is related, we should do a haircut about, like, best cell phone, like, flip, sidekick, or I. Ooh. Ooh, or, or, like, something, like, best feature of a phone back then, and I will fight to the death for T9 Word. My God, I love <laughs> T9 Word so T9 much. T9 was excellent. Typing under the desk without yep. your teacher being able to see you? Oh, uh, inside your, your hoodie little pocket thing, just using the <laughs> yes. little dots that was on the five, so it's, mm-hmm, like, the home mm-hmm, key, mm-hmm. like, the F and the J. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I call that a hand house. <laughs> Okay, anyway, human organs. (laughs) Human organs. All right, I'm going to talk about some tongues. No, no, no. I'm just going to, just to make for good audio, I'm just going to (laughs) go. 
I hate for everything. Minutes. Oh no, Brandon, you might not you might not like what's coming up. As long as you're not licking your microphone, we'll be fine. Well, Brandon, get excited for the next 26 minutes because it's all <laughs> about tongues. It's all me making really crisp tongue noises. Uh, <sighs> no, it's not. Yeah, Mo- Moya's <laughs> microphone is inside of her mouth. This is the ASMR episode of Headhart. <laughs> Uh, no, it is it is not. Uh, unfortunately, I would love to make that episode, but I will start <laughs> with my headline. Uh, so tongues in the news. And the best one I found was, aren't you kidding? Man paints with super long tongue. And this is from July in the New York Post, but it was one of those things that got spread over all sorts of different uh, news channels. And it's about this 20-year-old man in India named Praveen Kalirajan, who has a 4.25-inch long tongue. 4.25 4.25 inches. It's longer than the current Guinness World Records holder. I have a tape measure right here. <laughs> That's that too long. Those, <laughs> it's very long. Yeah. Brandon just pulled out a tape measure that was right by his audio equipment. Of course it was. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, so I he paints with this tongue, which is just incredible. He has this little contraption that I guess he made where he uses a plastic shield that goes over his tongue and connects to a little paintbrush. And then he <laughs> sticks his tongue out and he he moves his head um, to paint with it. Does Is that his choice or does he have some kind of like thing that has to make him use his tongue to paint? Or is that just a choice he made? No, that's a choice he, he made. Okay. He just He was just like, I have a really long tongue. Let me paint with it. Cool. That is fantastic. I've never wanted fancy art in my apartment because I don't understand having like a million dollar rectangle on the wall. But that is the hottest take you've ever had, Mike. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I just what, I sorry. I mean specifically like in New York City, like when you walk on the High Line and you can see into like these obnoxiously mm-hmm. rich people's houses and they have these giant paintings to take up the entire wall and it's like, "Oh, that's mm-hmm. money laundering." Um <laughs> <laughs> like I don't understand having that expensive of art. And I would imagine this painting is very expensive. I understand having regular art on the wall, which okay, I do okay, have, okay, you know, okay, things that cost you. it like less than a thousand dollars. So <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't want to get like fancy painting. However, I do think getting that painting so that you always have to explain like, ah, yes, this was painted with a guy's tongue. Like that's mm-hmm. great and very fun. I will say Moya, I was very surprised when you said how long his tongue was, but on the opposite end, I was completely unsurprised when you said that the headline of art you kidding me was from the new york post i would have bet my entire <laughs> life savings on that <laughs> good then you'd, you'd be twice as rich and you could buy a nice big painting and i could Ooh. buy the tongue painting if you became mega rich would you buy a bunch of art no i would buy one piece of art it is in the moma and i don't know who painted it but it's the big blue rectangle that in yellow letters just says oof and that's <laughs> and that's it i love that piece of art so much that i did look up like how much it would it cost if i wanted to buy this from the moma and i think it's like three million dollars which is a bit too steep for me but i did find <laughs> the artist and he has a contact me page and i sent him an email and i just said i really like your oof painting i think it's very good oh that probably made his day <laughs> Yeah, it's good. It's that's the only piece of art I ever want to own. I love it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, speaking of art, I think that the trading card for the tongue would just be beautiful uh, because tongues are beautiful, you know. Uh, so the front picture would be uh, of a tongue curled into a clover shape. Can you two do that? I cannot, which is very disappointing. I used to be able to when I was a kid, and then I can't anymore. I don't know why. What? I didn't think that was something I you could lose. didn't think so either. It's like being lactose intolerant. If you don't do it enough, <laughs> you lose it. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, so it would be that, a beautiful clover tongue shape. Uh, and then underneath, it would have data about the tongue. So the average length of the tongue is three inches. Oh, my God. So Praveen's tongue is a full one and a quarter inches long. Brandon too long. That's too tape long. <laughs> so, well, that depends on, like, where you start it, right? So when you stick out your tongue, you're not seeing most of your tongue because it goes back pretty far into your mouth. And that's where they start measuring. Uh, I think Mike has longer, a longer tongue than I, three inches. I have a, I, I, I will say, I, I, I'm having a hard time... Uh, being like not wanting tongue to win i do have a very long tongue <laughs> and kind of like when michael jordan played basketball he would always stick his tongue out i don't do mm-hmm. that but when i dance i stick my tongue out like without like not trying kind of thing and people have pointed it out so i i do have a, a big a big tongue and um, your nickname <laughs> in high school was mike the tongue schubert no but in college they did call me big booty shuby <laughs> Can you change uh, your name in the Slack to the ooh, Big Booty Shuby? I might have to. Moya, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, we have to move on. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, more data about the tongue. The number of taste buds is, it has a big range between 2,000 and 10,000, and they renew every roughly 10 days. Mm. Uh, these taste buds do not all live on your tongue. Uh, there are taste buds all throughout your body going down your throat. And then the classic one that people talk about is, you know, like, taste buds on your scrotum, uh, which I don't have. But uh, if I did, it would have taste buds on it. Did not know that. And also, (laughs) I like that you said renew. I think that's the funniest way. Like you have to sign a contract with your taste buds. (laughs) Yes. Um, You cannot see your taste buds. Those little bumps that are on your tongue. Those are not taste buds. Those are called papillae. And the taste buds are tiny little chemical receptors that live on top of each of your papillae. And each papillae will have about uh, like five or six taste buds on it. The tongue is, this is another piece of of data, the tongue is necessary for speaking, eating, swallowing, kissing, and other sexy time activities. Wait, what else, Boya? Yeah, what What else 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 does that tongue do? For sexy time thing, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I don't don't want to be prescriptive (laughs) about your sexy times. It's it's okay. It's it's licking earlobes. It's the sexiest thing you can do. Um, But these are all of the ways that humans really bond with each other. So at the top of this tongue trading card, it says the social organ in big, bold letters. That's pretty good, honestly. Mm -hmm. It's gross. I want to (laughs) die. Pretty good. Just to highlight how important the tongue is to us as humans and our social nature, in the Hunger Games, the punishment for rebelling against the Capitol is to have your tongue cut out. And the Capitol did a lot of really terrible things in those books. But I remember being absolutely shocked by the way that the AVOXs were treated. And it just illustrates how important tongues are to our personhood. I mean, yeah, there are certainly movies in which uh, a punishment is removal of tongue. And that sounds Mm -hmm. just completely terrible. It's one of those things like I've never had to imagine like what happened if I didn't have my tongue. But anytime you try to think about it, it's like this would be terrible. Like it's backgroundy enough where you don't think about it. And then when you do think about your tongue, like I am now as I say every word. (laughs) Thinking about all those clicks that your tongue is making. Oh, I'm always aware of every mouth click and noise I make. The the cross I bear of being a (laughs) podcast editor. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, You also wouldn't be able to lick any earlobes. Uh, no. (laughs) What would you do with your life? (laughs) Uh, Are you ready to hear the three best qualities of the tongue? 
Yes, please. So excited. The best quality of the tongue, one of them, is that tongues are unique, just like fingerprints. So we all have our own signature tongue print. And an article in the Journal of Forensic Dental Sciences outlines the advantages of tongues as biometric indicators and describes how tongue prints can be taken by rendering 3D scans of a person's tongue or taking a picture of a person's tongue and then putting it in a database to be used later. And it has a lot of advantages over um, retinal scans or fingerprints that uh, you don't have those problems with the tongue. I thought you were going to say that we you wanted us to lick our phones in order to open them. <laughs> and I was highly opposed to that idea. <laughs> uh, iPhone is planning on bringing out that feature in the 15. <laughs> yeah, move over, Face ID. We've got a more secure <laughs> method. It's Tongue ID. <laughs> la, 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 la. Oh, that'd be so gross. Out in public, people just licking their phones. Um, another best quality of the tongue is that uh, they evolved in this really cool way. Uh, so tongues were necessary to evolve when ancient fish moved onto land between 300 and 400 million years ago because in water, you can suction feed. Uh, water is a lot more dense than air. So when fish open their mouths, it creates this difference in pressure and water rushes in. Or if you're a fish, you can just like swim forward and the water will move food back to your throat. But you can't do that on land where you're surrounded by air. So tongues developed uh, to be able to push food back or to be able to grab food. And we're actually not really sure how that evolved, like how and when. So it's an open question in biology, which I think is very exciting. And then later, tongues developed these chemical receptors called taste buds that helped us determine which foods provided nutrition and energy. Uh, so those would be foods that tasted salty and sweet and which foods were more likely to be harmful or poisonous. So that would be foods that are sour and now, here's a question. Taste buds, if they're supposed to help with nutrition, why do my taste buds say milkshake good, kale bad? Because <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. It really isn't. My, I think it's your taste buds. I don't know what you're talking about. My, huh? Everyone else has done say that. <laughs> that's why everyone gets kale smoothies at Shake Shack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is like this big cosmic evolutionary joke that <laughs> the stuff that used to be good for us, we just have an abundance now and we can't eat as much of it as we want to. Moya, I cannot describe to you how much I want to be able to just walk along oh, the yes. sidewalk and have food just go into my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my thought exactly is like, oh, no, I'm running late. I don't have time to grab a bite to eat. Let me just ah as I walk. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever really thought about swallowing? Sometimes when I think about it too much, I like forget how to swallow. Mm -hmm. Well, now I'm not gonna be able to eat anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad no none of us picked eyelids so that we don't have to think about blinking for the next 45 minutes. Oh, <laughs> we'll yeah. forget in five seconds. Don't worry. You always all do. Right. But I know everyone that your next six blinks will all be intentional. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another great thing about the tongue is that they can actually provide clues about your overall health. And I know most people probably don't think about tongues as diagnostic tools, but they are. So the color, the shape, the smell of your tongue can indicate different things, like a bright red tongue might be sign of a B12 deficiency, or white spots or white coating on your tongue may indicate a type of yeast infection. Tongues help us in so many ways stay healthy. Uh, my refrain for this episode of this podcast, I will use again, really fucking cool, fucking gross. Yeah. <laughs> This, this is one of the times where we we I wish we had video of this because the amount of times Brandon is making a disgusted face like he just took a big whiff of a fart is pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Probably this is probably the grossest organ that we'll discuss in this debate. I mean, I was close to picking intestines just for the joke of it. But Ooh. then I was like, I'm going to have to talk about poop and pee. <laughs> <the whole Yeah. laughs> we would. 
wouldn't be able to get through. We'd just be laughing. That would be too laughing. Much. It'd be the first six hour episode of Head Hard Guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, next is is Fight Club. How does your organ fare against the other organs in a street fight? Um, so I think that the tongue would definitely be able to take the lungs and the kidneys in a fight. The tongue is made of a matrix of eight different muscles called a muscular hydrostat. And those muscles twine around each other just like the muscles in an elephant's trunk. These are the only muscles in the human body that aren't built around the skeleton. They aren't built around bones. So they're just like muscles freely moving, which is really cool. Uh, you may have heard before that the tongue is the strongest organ in the human body or the strongest muscle in the human body. It is not. Uh, so I will I will say that right now. That's that- my guns! <laughs> Sorry, I Although I think, I think that if you uh, interviewed a bunch of lesbians who played woodwind instruments, you might find some <laughs> counterexamples. <to that. laughs> but the tongue does have some of the best stamina in the human body. Think about it. Your tongue probably doesn't get tired very often. And that's because there's a lot of overlap in the functions of those eight different muscles. So when one gets tired, another one can take over. Uh, so it would be a long fight between the tongue and the other organs, but the tongue would ultimately win out. I've never thought of that, but that does make me very happy as professional talker because <laughs> I've never once been like, oh yeah, I recorded four podcasts yesterday. My tongue is really sore. <laughs> like, <laughs> so uh, I'm very thankful that the tongue does not get tired. I don't buy it. I think the tongue is a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> Why not both? Hey. <laughs> okay, the next uh, round that we have on our definitive survey of greatness is a new one. Is that the, the new, new sound? section? New section sound? Yes. I love it. Um, so this new section is taking it to Flavortown. So if your subject was a meal featured on diners, drive-ins, and dives, what would it be? Piled high, delicious, and wholly impossible, what makes Guy Fieri say, wow, that's out of bounds? Which is, um, I guess, my best Guy Fieri voice. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I concocted a meal based around tongues. It is a braised tongue. And you can eat tongue. Usually it's cow tongue. That's the one I'm most familiar with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in this episode, we're assuming that it's all human organs we're eating. Yeah, so, baby. You know, just get over that. Perfect round of head haircut to introduce the turn your thing into food section. Is <laughs> cannibalism, <laughs> baby. Woo-woo. So uh, Guy Fieri would be eating braised human tongue cooked slowly in a red wine sauce with couscous pearls to represent the papillae and then a bunch of other accoutrements that would represent the different uh, flavors that we can have. So you would have shaved roasted Brussels sprouts with lemon juice on them for bitterness and sourness, uh, sprinkled with pomegranate seeds over the top for sweetness. There's also going to be a lot of different dipping sauces, soy honey, sweet chili, miso ginger, get that nice umami flavor in there. And, and, tongues are are fatty. They're fatty muscles. Uh, and so I think that Guy would call it an unctuous roller coaster of flavors. And he would tell the chef to make another one because he plans on eating the whole sample dish. I want to die. <laughs> I, I mean, it was good. I liked that. Yeah, that was good, Moya. A plus. Thank you. No. Thank you. <laughs> Mike seriously consider eating human tongue now. Dude, it's, it's, I mean, it's always one of those things like, I never. Please tell me your hot take on this, Mike, on cannibalism. What would happen if you found out human tastes good, though? (laughs) Like, what happens if you take a bite and you're like, fuck, (laughs) that's good. (laughs) I I hope to never eat human because the worst case scenario is, oh, no, this is delicious. (laughs) Yeah. What if it's like a potato chip and you can't just have one? Uh... 
<laughs> but Brandon, no, you're a no on, on the cannibalism. Yes, Moya. <laughs> <laughs> I like that that was broad, like Brandon was the weird one. Oh, Brandon, you don't want to eat human? Weird. Uh, we can move on from cannibalism if we want Fine. and talk about the Dwayne the Rock Johnson factor, who is not a cannibal. He does not eat humans. As far as we know. Yeah, we don't know that. As we, you're right. He's I rich. Just be spreading you, can, you, can't put, you can't put anything past rich people. Like, <laughs> you could say anything about a rich person, like any weird hobby where it's mm. like, I don't know, like he drinks a bottle of uh, lotion every day, suntan lotion. Be like, sure. Yeah. Rich people. I don't know, man. Yeah. But it's suntan <laughs> lotion with like gold flakes in it. Oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 They buy rectangles for a lot of money and put them on their wall. <laughs> Art is for sure money laundering. <laughs> Uh, well, I am pretty damn sure that Dwayne The Rock Johnson would love tongues. I'm sure he loves all of the organs in his body, but I think that tongues would uh, hold an especially high place in his ranking because they're vital for eating and speaking, which are both especially important for him, a bodybuilder who's had a thriving career as an actor. But the tongue is also culturally relevant here. The Rock is from Hawaii, where uh, ki'i or tiki are culturally important statues that are carved to represent different gods or their mana. Uh, mana is power or spirit. If the tiki is depicted with its tongue out, uh, that's a traditional sign of the warrior. And then there are other traditional signs uh, that you can carve into the tiki. Like if it's looking up, then it's for protection. And there are a bunch of other ones. But you can see this this relationship between the tongue and warriors also in Maori culture in New Zealand, where warriors would stick out their tongues and bulge their eyes during the haka, which is a war chant that preceded battle. The All Blacks, the uh, New Zealand rugby team also does the haka before their games. I would really recommend looking up a video of the haka. It's super cool. And I just like a couple other interesting things about sticking your tongue out. It's not related to, to the rock. Sticking your tongue out doesn't always mean you want to fight. Uh, in Tibet, sticking your tongue out when you meet someone can be seen as a greeting or a sign of respect. There's a story in Tibetan folklore about a cruel king from the ninth century who had a black tongue, which, if you remember from before, is a sign of bad health. So others would stick out their tongues to mock him or to prove that they aren't a reincarnated form of him. Uh, so the rock and tongues, I think they'd be pretty, uh, pretty copacetic. I have nothing to say besides that was all some fucking cool knowledge, and I'm glad yeah. I have it now. <laughs> it was cool. Only, is The Rock from Hawaii? Yeah. Yeah. He was born there until he was like 12. He then moved to Pennsylvania. I did not think he was from Hawaii. I thought he just played Maui in <laughs> the, the Disney <laughs> film Moana. <laughs> nope. <laughs> there was a reason for that. And to wrap it up, uh, just like you might do with your tongue and a cherry stem. Nice! <laughs> here's a fun fact about tongues. 25% of the population in the world are super tasters. These are people who are particularly sensitive to a bitter compound uh, in their tongue. So their taste buds are particularly sensitive to 6N-propylfioracil, or PROP. Uh, another roughly 25% of the population are non-tasters, uh, which is kind of confusingly named because those people can still taste, but they are significantly less sensitive to PROP, this chemical compound. And roughly 
3% of the American population, I couldn't find worldwide statistics, have severe loss of smell or no smell at all and are therefore also uh, have weaker senses of taste. Anosmia. I learned that from the television show Scrubs. Yes, anosmia. I worked at a Girl Scout camp with uh, someone who didn't have a sense of smell. She had anosmia and we all had camp nicknames and hers was Sniff. That's actually really cute. (laughs) I thought she was going to get bullied and then it turned into something sweet. That was nice. No. (laughs) There was no bullying at my Girl Scout camp. Um, I just want to say that I am extremely uh, surprised and kind of glad that we went an entire episode about the tongue without mentioning uh, Gene Simmons from Kiss. Oh, he does have quite the long tongue. He's famous for his tongue. But it's not a four and a quarter inch tongue, you know? <laughs> it's not that impressive. Wait, hang on. How much is the foot? That's too long! <laughs> <laughs> After this, we each have to measure our tongues. Oh, that's the first thing I'm doing. (laughs) So, Mike, should we go in and start judging our friend here? Let's do it. Let's kick it off with the head. I felt great about the head. I learned so many interesting tongue things. I feel quite knowledgeable, arguably too knowledgeable now, about what that mouth do. Burdened (laughs) with knowledge. I understand that. So I I feel confident giving like a 4.5 or a, or a full five here. Yeah, I think so too. I would say five is, is adequate. Cool. Let's do it. How are you feeling heart-wise? I do think that Moya is a weird tongue person. <laughs> I do as well. Moya really likes a tongue. I, I felt like it was there. I didn't feel like it was as strong. I will preface this by saying I think my gut score is going to be pretty high as well i guess as far as the like emotional connection of like why picking the tongue uh i i didn't feel it as much so i was feeling more like a a three here but let it be known that uh gut i'm feeling very good about (laughs) yeah i i mean i agree i think moya definitely likes tongues to a weird degree uh but like we didn't (laughs) we didn't get a lot about like damn, I love eating, or like, holy shit, I love talking, or like, whatever it is, you know? Mm-hmm. So I literally am a podcaster. <laughs> we all love talking. But you gotta, but you gotta say, say it. You gotta say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll fix that next time. So, yeah. I, I, a three here for now is what I'm thinking. What are you feeling? I was gonna say a three or four, so do you wanna do like 3.5? Yeah, let's do 3.5. Um, And then, yeah, get, I mean, I thought there was a lot of fun things to learn just of like interesting things but then also when we're talking about like cultural impact and stuff from tongue being a way to show that you are not a reincarnated (laughs) evil king but also like tongues as an evolutionary thing to uh change how we eat food like i feel like there were many different options presented for the tongue's importance uh and i felt pretty good about gut so i'm thinking yeah like a four and a half or a five yeah i i agree um and now i'm thinking about licking a gut so let's move on quickly <laughs> okay and say let's i think 4.5 is adequate yeah sweet why don't you say adequate it's not adequate it's good <laughs> it's good it's good yeah. so 4.5 plus 3.5 plus 5 is 13 Ooh, lucky 13 that's a lucky number i'll take that thank you um and moya has taken out a sharpie and drawn 13 on her tongue it's very ah. weird oh, she's a reincarnated <laughs> evil king well Dr. Moya, thank you so much for teaching us all about the tongue. But next week, I will be teaching us all about the lung, which I have decided, and you will all agree with me, is the best human organ. That is not one of the things that is in the title of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, thank you for saying the full name of the episode. The full Christian legal name of our episode. (laughs) 